Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We are the Couch Company Podcast. My name is John, and with me as always, Tyler. Hello, John Nothing. <laughs> We're back again at it here. Um, another exciting episode. Yeah, I don't know why always. I say it like that. I okay. do want to say, dude, um, World's Finals for League of Legends Championship is tomorrow. Oh, man. Damn One Gaming versus EDG. It's going to be Korea versus China. Very hyped for it. We're thinking that the Koreans are going to absolutely fucking demolish the Chinese. Do they always? Who, who, so who's what's the interesting favorite? is uh, Damon, who's the Korean team, is the favorite. Uh, but the last couple of years, China has been kind of in first. So quick history lesson for anyone who cares about League of Legends. I've already lost all of our viewers, but oh, I don't no. give a fuck, man, because okay. I love League. Um, so quick history lesson. Pretty much, um, well, way back in the day, actually, the West was better at League of Legends because Korea was a little bit late to the party about getting it. But there was a point after a couple seasons where they caught up and completely dominated. So there was Korean dominance for a couple seasons. Uh, but recently, what's interesting is uh, Europe's been doing pretty well. They've been they made a couple finals, uh, but China's won a couple World Championships, uh, which is kind of huge because it, it was pretty much Korea for the longest time. Yeah. And if you know anything about Korea, they literally have like, uh, what do they call it? Uh, something cafes, like internet cafes. I think they're yeah, called. like gaming cafes. You literally like go to you go to the store, not the store, but like your, you know, it's like a laundromat. Like you just go in, you put some some money in, and then you just it's you like play. it's like yeah, it's, you literally can just play league in public, and it's just like a thing they do. Yeah, I think their national sport was StarCraft too. Actually, it I might still be. Think you they might have changed might be it. Correct. Yeah. It was at one point. I know for a fact. But anyways. Championship is tomorrow morning. I am super hyped for it. I wish you could bet on esports. So, you, so if anyone knows me, they know that I'm addicted to video games and sports betting. So, if you were to combine the two, you would be broke. in a gutter somewhere, or I'd win a lot of money. You'd be in a gutter somewhere. Yes, but it'd be fun though. It'd be fun until I'm in the gutter. Yeah, for for a little bit until I'm just like that'd be awesome. Yeah. Well, well, there's ways you can do it, but no major sports book. Has uh, you know taken a you know on uh, is e-sports? there some like legal stuff with it or is it just like sports betting they they're just they don't care about it I don't know if there's legal things because I think it's because younger, they don't right? know is yeah there, I don't think that's like anything some, to do because you can bet on college football yeah but that's still like college like what's the I assume what's the age range yeah yeah, it's, like, yeah there, there are people under eighteen I would say it's fifty fifty maybe. Yeah, but still, if you're under 18, I feel like that's going to be like a, it might be like a big red flag. Yeah, I, mean, it might be. I don't know. That might be weird. it. I believe it's probably because they don't understand it. So if you're Vegas, obviously <laughs> you want to win, so you need that's, to understand where to point. put the lines yeah. and everything. So, um, and now I've lost Tyler. Talking no, about no. Hey, betting, so. I, I, <laughs> one thing I, I will say is like when you watch them, like do I care a lot about League of Legends? Eh, maybe not, but. I do care about watching. Like, I I find it fascinating that people can comprehend stuff that's going on the sc- like the screen and and like the announcers honestly are they get you into it regardless. Yeah. Like, I might not understand ninety percent of it, but I'm hyped no matter what. It's a lot of fun for anyone who's never watched a match. I mean, it can be boring, especially if you don't know what's going on. But the hype moments are very hype. Yeah. Um. But I will say, what might get you into League of Legends tomorrow? I believe six or seven o'clock Eastern Standard time the new uh league of legends show arcane comes out 
I sent Tyler the uh, right. trailer to that. It looks he gorgeous. Was, yeah, he like he likes the art style. So is it? It's not a movie. It's a TV show. TV show. Yes. Is it all coming out at once, or is it like episode? I believe one? they're releasing three episodes tomorrow. Um, oh, okay. so I'm not sure if that's like all they had or. They're kind of doing it in chunks. I'm not 100% sure. Hey, I'm sorry, where, where is this? Netflix. On Netflix. Okay. Yeah, it's on Netflix. Um, so so it's a big day tomorrow for you. It's a huge day tomorrow for me. I'm very excited. The beauty is you get an extra hour because it's is that uh, tonight? daylight savings time. No, well, it's technically what, 3 a.m. on Sunday. So you get an extra hour. Of the weekend, yeah. Yeah, yeah to enjoy all my League of Legends. <laughs> you just catch up on some stuff. Ugh, it's going to be awesome. That's I pretty good. Wait. I've been doing... Uh, I've been doing... Uh, Animal Crossing. <laughs> so oh, yeah. You were telling me about that. After yeah. that whole rant you had last week, you're so, still going to play it. So after that whole rant, yeah, I'm just going to play it on my old Switch on the TV. You're the problem. Yeah. If you stopped paying Nintendo, maybe they would learn their lessons. You know? Maybe. So I, I will say they added a lot, but I forgot how slow that game is. Where it's just like, hey, I just want to buy all the new stuff out of this vending machine. I have like 11 million bells or gold or whatever yeah just let me buy it all yeah and it's like nope you have to select one and then your guy takes a little ticket and he does a little dance oh, and he's like God. now i have four more hairstyles and you asked me you asked me if i'd like this game uh i yeah well not a chance man it, are you kidding me it scratches a certain itch but i, quit, I don't know how long i I'm quit play it. i just uh, wanted to see what the new stuff was i quit valhalla or whatever not valhalla that's assassin's creed what was the one the viking game yeah valheim you get like 12 minutes like 30 minutes in maybe that. i was like why am i not a boss yeah well i mean this my, is this is my not generation your, it's not man. i don't know I'm what convinced. to tell you yeah um but there, dude there's a ton coming in. so force us out i don't know if yeah. you saw that yep. so force is out you yep. gotta get your steering wheel uh call of duty's out Animal Crossing's out. Battlefield's coming out next week. I didn't even know there was a new Call of Duty coming out. That's how that's it's, how much it was obscure. Yeah, it's uh, Vanguard. Yeah, and apparently, like they like they have the uh, the campaigns out, multiplayer's out, zombies is kind of out, but then they're gonna do like a campaign. Yeah, story yeah. zombies later on. In, like, Halo comes out in December. Yeah, uh, December. I think Halo's the last big thing coming out in December. There was another game called Unpacking or Unpacked or something like that, which yeah. is literally like it's just boxes and you unpack boxes and put stuff away. Is it a in simulator? And stuff. It's not really it a simulator. Right up your alley. It is a hundred percent up my alley. I yeah. played the demo during one of Steam's like demo days. Oh yeah, it's very good. I'm super excited for God of War comes out January. Yeah, for PC. That's are gonna you gonna be gonna fucking buy, fantastic. I think we talked about, it, but are you gonna buy it day of one? Of course. See, I don't know if I'm gonna buy it day you one. You already one hundred percent did. Yeah, so exactly. That makes sense. Maybe I did. It'll be another uh, Horizon. I'll just watch you play it. Exactly. Get my fill off that. Watch me put it on easy, easy mode and just fucking wreck that's, everything. That's one in the game world. I actually played it on. Uh, on the hardest like, mode. I don't think it's the hardest. I played on like whatever the regular God tier. Well, I was playing is. Horizon on like it was either normal or hard. And then yeah. I just switched it to super fucking easy <laughs> yeah. mode one day where it's like you literally just want to watch a movie, yeah. put, the, put it on this setting. But it's still And it fun. was fantastic. Yeah. It's so much fun. The reason why I think, and kind of the same thing with Horizon, but with God of War, his move set and stuff, like you're actually forced to try new things, which is actually kind of neat. Yeah, but, it, you can spam real easy in Horizon because like I just used the bow the whole time, but I love bows. Bows are always like my I, go-to. I don't want to skip ahead, but one of the questions is actually surrounding this question. So maybe we hold until the end. Horizon? On, no, no, no. On like oh, okay. hard versus easy. And, oh, and sure. Like that. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's that's my life tomorrow. I'm just going to be watching League of Legends all day. My life tomorrow is I'm going to start a new game of Satisfactory, which is an amazing game if you like 
building factories. I don't. Yeah, I, I didn't think you, you ever did. play Prison Architect. I have it. I you never, think never played it. You think we should play it? We could play that. I now, here's the thing, it. and I think this might actually be funny. Yeah. Honey, I joined a cult or cult architect. Is that exist or are you it exists. pitching it? No, it exists. Oh, it exists. I think that would be funny. a funnier thing be for us to play yeah, versus I know. Prison Architect. I will also mention, kind of random, I was watching a... Have you ever seen those Pokemon randomizers? Mm, no. Okay, so there's like Pokemon randomizers... I am not well versed in this, so I might get this totally wrong. But from my understanding, the randomizers are like you have like random Pokemon, so you can you can like run into a Charizard as like your first battle or something. Oh! But what they just came out with, which is vastly more interesting to me, is a randomizer. But every building you walk into randomizes the place you're walking into. So if you're walking into a house in a town, you could be walking into the Elite Four. <laughs> so okay. it is fucking crazy. So the challenge is you have to beat all the gym leaders and the elite four and the champion in order, but you don't know where anything is. But it's so, every time you go in, it randomizes or once you're in, you know once what it you're is. In, you know what that uh, is. Okay, so, gotcha. okay. So what, what these guys are doing is they're like jotting down. Okay. The first town, the Pokemart is the fucking, uh, team rocket. Oh base. my gosh. It is wild. Nutty. Yeah. Every single entrance to everything in the game. And the, and the crazy thing is sometimes you'll go into uh, an entrance and then you can't come back. You can't come back out because it's a one way. Like if you fall through a roof. Yeah. It's so fun though. I, wow. I had a blast watching that. That's uh, that's coming out soon actually is the, the remake of Diamond and Pearl. Not the uh, remake, this one, like the they were playing I Emerald, I think. Okay. Yeah. But uh, I stopped after Emerald. Like I had Sapphire. I love those games though. Yeah. And I'm not a huge Pokemon guy, but those were the ones. Like I liked gold. I had gold. Right. My brother had silver. I had Sapphire. My brother had Ruby. That's <laughs> that's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah. I had blue. That was it. Oh, okay. Till till diamond. I mean it's a lot. It's two gens. Well, I mean, yeah, but you you has have the games. Like you have multiple so like you can actually do stuff with them. Oh yeah, with yeah. Me, it, was, it was just that's by what, myself. Dude, you have a brother? Sweet. Trade I shit. You don't have a brother. Your brother just scams you all day, and you're like, dude, yeah, <laughs> let's go. I feel good about this. Yeah, because I was three years younger yeah. than him. Like, I'm five, and he's he's fucking eight. We, uh, we're matched up again on Final Fantasy. Huh? Huh? Did Final you, Fantasy? Did, or Final Fantasy. Fantasy football. Final Fantasy of the football. Oh, you're football thinking about Final Fantasy. A little Freudian Final slip yeah, there. Little Uh-oh. Uh, did, you, did you take a look at, no. look at the score at all? Are you shitting on me? Uh, I don't want to say that, but my guy put up like 37 points. Who was it? I couldn't tell you. I should. So I some should guy know. in the Colts. One of my running backs. Oh, Jonathan Taylor. Fuck. Oh, that's right. I Jonathan knew, Taylor. I yeah, knew. Yeah, yeah. I literally was watching the highlights of that game. Yeah. And I'm like, I bet I'm playing against Jonathan Taylor this week because I <laughs> saw him run in for the second fucking touchdown. God damn it. Well, Tyler's ruined my night. No, no, no. Take you it away. Ha- you have Elijah. Who do you have on your team? Elijah someone. I don't have any Elijah. You do. You have uh, Elijah someone. He's on my bench if he He's is. He's on your bench. He did very well this week. Um, That's just, supposed to make you feel I better? Just, I, no, I just wanted to rub that in. Oh, okay. Uh, you have Elijah Moore. He nor- His average points are uh, are nine. Yeah, he scored what, 30? Uh, yeah, this week he, he put up 27 points. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> All right, y- you go. <laughs> I go. All right, out, what do you yeah. want to? Okay, so let, you want to jump into the top five? Let's uh, let's get this out. I'm actually let's very excited five. about this one. Not get out of the way. We're gonna take our time. We're gonna we're gonna go through line by line of every single fact. Every about line of every code. Every single thing here. 
of code because we live in a simulation. I see everything with ones and zeros. Do you see everything that way? Binary? Absolutely not. Okay. No, that's silly. Dude, I actually watched this video. Apparently this kid like dreams in code. It was real weird. Also very silly. He's like, yeah, I dream in code and then I wake up and I'm just typing it. And I was like, holy I, shit, man, you're eight. I like, guess, go play Pokemon. Yeah, like I guess that I'm sure somebody out there, it, like someone what got knocked in the head and suddenly they started talking with like a British accent. Is that actually happen? I Yeah. Some dude got I, a concussion and it cured his depression. No joke. <laughs> or did it, did it like reverse it? Did it make it uh, somehow like, it, so here's the thing. You, you get your depression cured, uh, right? I don't if, even know if it's Do you think there's a condition that. that like you're just too happy? Kind of, right? And like, is that good or is that bad? As a, as a non-doctor professional. Yeah. Uh, I know that like bipolar people have like the two spectrums. So the, the high of it is the manic period, I believe it's called. And I don't know if that means they're like too happy. Probably not, but they get like, I think like, like hyper. Hyper, yeah. Yeah. It's probably a good term. It's bad that my entire knowledge of bipolar is from Shameless, the TV show. So I cannot talk on that. What's the one? Oh, man. I'm trying to think of the one. Oh, uh, Silver Lining Playbook? Something like that? Yeah, that was actually... I like that. I don't think I, I. don't think it's very accurate according to people who are actually bipolar, but it was a good movie. I, I had feels watching that movie. Did you have feels? Yeah. I didn't think you had any feels left. Occasionally. I only have it on like pets and, and movies. Dude, don't you wish you had a Snorlax to like bounce on his belly? You ever, no, you ever think about Snorlax, that? I never really like Snorlax. You don't like Snorlax? He's fine. Dude, he's like a thousand pounds. He sleeps and he's yeah. big. Yeah. He's fun. Is he top five? Uh, Pokemon? Uh, yes. For me, yes. <laughs> yes, he is. Okay. All right. Speaking of top five, All we're right. going we're gonna to dive Introduce into this. Introduce the list. Yeah, Thank you. So you had a brilliant idea as we came home from Thornhill last week. And you said, hey, let's do, as we were staring up into the I sky, was, yeah. holding hands, you said, well, stare, well st- staring up, fabricated, <laughs> but uh, you said, hey, let's do top five planets. Yeah. And I was like, that's a fantastic idea. I know it is. I, I like outer space. You like outer space. I'm pretty sure some I mean, people if it was real, like I would. Yeah. Love it. Right. So we're, so let's we're talking about the theoretical outer space, space that now, the corporations have this- indoctrinated us <laughs> with. <laughs> All right, anyways, I'm sorry. Uh, Go, no, ahead. Go ahead. What a, what a joke. Yes. Uh, so we're going to talk about the top five plants. Now, I want to put a caveat here because I'm assuming we'll... I'm, I'm putting my little fingers yeah, up this right caveat. There. I'm it's assuming right we're going to revisit top five planets in a larger sense, but today... <laughs> Well, no, like I, I think, right? You like, think to, so? I think so. All right. I think Tatooine has a, has a place. Oh, that okay. Needs to be sure, through, sure, right? sure. But we're talking about the Milky Way. We are talking Way. about the Milky Way, our solar system. Which we didn't even talk about last week, interestingly enough. The Milky Way? Yeah. I th- did we not? No. Um, top five candies was last week. You guys should check that out. Check it out. If you're, if you're curious. I've been getting all. good reviews on that. A lot of people agree with me agree on that with one. It? Nice. So nice. If you it's hard enjoy not to, our less rage inducing lists, check out <laughs> so last week. Last week was a, a chill list, more or less. I think so. I, I shit was, on Tyler for being old. Through, he yeah, shit on me for being young. We, yeah. we, we get, that's our main divide. I think it's good. Old that's young? our main divide. Yeah, yeah. We're like five years apart. I, it's a, it makes it's, all the difference, man. There's well got to be a generation. gap. It could be a generation. Be a gap. Yeah. All right. So top five planets, we have a few rules to go through. Obviously, number one is it's our solar system. Yes. Right? Number two, and this is going to be a hot one. Uh-oh. I don't include Pluto. 
You don't want to include I Pluto. I don't. And when you asked me last week, do we include Pluto? I looked at you, you were all like about you had it. 12 heads. I'm like, of well, course we do. Well, technically it's a dwarf planet, right? It is. It orbits another dwarf planet. And the, the more I was researching this, yeah. the more I'm like, all right. It doesn't count. It doesn't. Right. It doesn't count. I, I would love to put an honorable mention I would too. With Pluto because and, I love Pluto. And I brought this up to Chelsea. I'm like, maybe we just do planets and dwarf planets and just be yeah, all inclusive there. And Chelsea's like, well, fine, but you have to to mention Ceres and and blah, 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 and all these other planets oh, or whatever. Oh, she's a nerd. She's a little nerdy. Oh, okay. Yeah. But, and I said, that's fine. We'll mention everyone. <laughs> yeah. But like, Pluto's going to be the only one that we actually uh, talk about. Uh, <laughs> so, there was only one dwarf planet that yeah, was considered but, a planet for a long time. But that all being said, okay. I say we, we nix, nix Pluto. Nix Pluto. Yeah question yeah do we include earth yes perfect i think you have to uh, I, I know i know we took humans out of the mammal equation i think because there are just so many mammals and everything we're too op yeah and to some extent i think earth is also a little op but we can talk about it earth is very op but yes we can talk about it yeah other rules any other rules um i think that's pretty much it all right. Unless you and like we might we might come up with other stuff, but it seems Probably. pretty pretty self explanatory, right? That seems right? pretty like, good. It's let's what, start eight, the insanity. Eight planets, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we're just gonna go through. Serve is yours, my friend. Do we want to? Let's go in order. I feel like that's kind of easy, and it's easier to kind of talk through as, as we go. As long in order. as you introduce them, because I will fuck <laughs> up the order. <laughs> All right. So first off, we go to Mercury. What do you yes. feel about Mercury? It's the closest to the sun. Mercury. I can bring up my. I have, I was, I have a bunch of notes. Oh, you have that notes. I actually. Wrote I have for notes a lot too, so I shall be bringing up my notes. Mercury's right. small. The uh, smallest. The smallest, correct. Yeah. If we're not counting Pluto, so it is the smallest, <laughs> okay. which kind of gives gives it minus points for me. I'm a size guy. Don't take that out of context, <laughs> uh, please. And. Um, what it does have going for it is it is extremely hot and that's sure. kind of cool to me that like if I was on there, I would absolutely fry in a, in a, in a second. Right. Yeah. Um, but it's not aesthetically pleasing as all as well. And, and you'll find with my personal favorite ones, they're really nice to look at. And Mercury's just kind of like gray. It kind of looks like a moon, honestly. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's, it's okay. Uh, it gets destroyed by like asteroids and space junk from us, which is kind of funny. Um, it doesn't really have an atmosphere. That's kind of cool. Yeah, uh, I mean, so but it's it, it is not impressive to me. It's not impressive. No, by any any stretch of <laughs> imagination, it's. Uh, I agree with everything you're saying. I think it's interesting. So, like some of the stuff I'm gonna have these for all the different planets where yeah. a Mercury day is one thousand four hundred eight Earth hours. Which I think is kind of crazy. That's a day. One thousand four hundred Earth hours. Yeah. So fourteen hundred. Shouldn't it be hours? Oh, Mercury day. Yeah. So it's longer. So we're going to use our time, right? Oh, it's a it's much much yeah, longer. So, so twenty four hours. That in doesn't Earth make day? sense since it's smaller. Shouldn't it rotate? You would think, but I, apparently that's I, I'm just putting these numbers out there. It gets it gets crazier. No, I understand, yeah. dude. I like I told you before. I used to do this all the time in yeah. Mass Effect. I loved seeing the orbital rotation yep. in comparison to Earth, how long the days were, uh, temperatures, things like that. Because it's it's a very slow turning, obviously, because a, a, a full rotation of the Earth is one day, and then a revolution around the sun is a year, right? You think in Mass Effect they used real planets? Because you can go to the Milky Way in in Mass Effect, and it has all that stuff. I I believe they did. I mean, Earth was on there. Yeah, but every planet was. I don't know if they actually. I don't know if they did every planet. 
on. I mean, on we Mass have Effect. a lot of we have a lot of. Planets I appreciate you bringing up Mass Effect in our. This our I was not forcing it. I, I really did yeah. like doing that. I loved you know. If there's the one thing I know, you mentioned like all the different craters and stuff. Like, yeah. if there's one thing I learned while I was just kind of like going through all this stuff, like yeah, we we hang on by a thread. Like this universe, this this everything going on mm. is so terrifying in every sense. There is not a thing in outer space that is not just chill you to your core terrifying. Yeah, it's no man's land, I guess. I it it's I I don't want to look up at the sky anymore. Like I went from Jeez, oh, this is so great to like Oh my God! Any one of those Dude, we're dots flying can around just destroy in us. nothingness. I know. I know. At crazy speeds. So I was I was watching one of the videos, and they were like, "Hey, it takes eight minutes for the sunlight to get to us, right?" Yeah, if the sun went out, we wouldn't yeah. know right away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. that's terrifying. Uh, not not only do we see the sun go out and and it just goes pitch black. Yeah, but it goes pitch black. Yeah, and then we go hurtling off in outer space. Well, because there's be no, wor- what's there's worse no gravity. is well, if we saw a like, meteor heading, like imagine those dinosaurs are like, oh, we're fucked. Yeah, perfect. I mean, I'm hoping we have like a Bruce Willis situation. True. Yeah, some nukes. But um, even that, like, what killed all the dinosaurs was the cloud because it the impact created it just blocked out the sun and yeah. everyone died. It was crazy. So I got morbid. Oh, it's going to, it's going to keep getting morbid. Okay. So all in all, so it has 1400 hours in a day and it goes 88 days around. So like their, their days are very, very long. Sure. Their years are very, very short. Yeah. Um, but why but, would you want, let's say we can conquer space. Like no one would live on Mercury, dude. That's like the shittiest part of Florida or something. Um, I feel like there are worse places than Mercury. Really? Yeah. Probably. Oh, what's the average temperature? Do you have that on? There? I do not have on the a- average temperature. It's it's quite hot. It can go up to eight hundred degrees because it's you know right next to the sun. Yeah, but eh. it fluctuates the most out of all. It players. does go down really cold too. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, because it because it has like this uh, this oval. Yeah. It's not like a perfect circle right. around, so it goes kind of nuts. So Mercury, it's the fastest planet. I'm not going to fight for it to be on the top no, five, but that's something. Uh, next up is Venus. Venus. So Venus has a lot of interesting. Uh, stats, if you will. Okay. It has the longest day. You want to take a stab at how many hours in one of Venus's days? Um, how many hours in a Venus day? Yeah. A so thousand. 20, thousand times like six. Wow, six so, k. Not quite, but it's five thousand eight hundred and thirty-two hours is one day. So how many days is one day? How many days is one day? Yeah. Calculate like, what real do you quick. Mean? How many, how many Earth days is one? Because you're saying Earth hours, it's like five Oh, how many days? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, divided by twenty four. Sure. Yeah. yeah, I can. I can get. That. So it's got to be like, um, yeah, it's gonna be two hundred and forty three days. Wow. Yeah. So the good part of a year is one day on Venus. Yeah. So it's interesting because think how much you could get done. Oh, uh, tons. Tons. You can get, you can get anything done. Yeah. The problem, I mean... You wouldn't so, live very long, but... Well, the thing is, too, It so 225 days is its year. So technically, the, the Earth day, right, or like the, the Venus day... Yeah. ...is longer than a, a year, if that makes sense. You said 200-some days is two, one day. Uh, 200 and... Well, so it's 225 days is one year... And then five thousand eight hundred thirty-two hours is one day. 
It takes longer for Venus to do a full rotation. Yeah. It takes longer for that than it going completely around. That is so bizarre. I wonder why that is. I mean, technically, it's the same thing with with, uh, Mercury. Yeah, but why are the rotations slower? Like, what determines that? I don't know. I mean, that's the thing. Because they're constant, right? So... They they are so th- different planets do different things. So the the weird thing about Venus too, and like I kind of have all this stuff. It's the only planet that spins clockwise. So oh. it's still going counterclockwise around the sun, but it spins clockwise. Only planet that does that. Everyone else goes counterclockwise. Interesting. Um, and it it, it spins the slowest. It's also upside down. So what they're theorizing is mm. something smashed into <laughs> Venus so hard. Wow. That it flips its rotation and spins it upside down. Wow, that is nutty. Yeah, it's just cool. It's it's crazy. So I thought that was kind of neat. One of the other things too is it is the hottest planet. So it's it's farther than Mercury, but it is the hottest planet. Tons and tons of just volcanoes everywhere. I did have that on my stat sheet here uh, for anyone at home keeping track. (laughs) It is the hottest planet in the solar system, harder than Mercury. Um, The uh, atmosphere and clouds are made out of sulfuric acid. Mm-hmm. So it is a fucking hellscape on it's, uh, it's Earth's twin, Venus. right? Earth's, Earth's twins so yes. around the same size and, right. and, and whatnot. But yeah, it has clouds, but they're uh, going to kill you. They're so, uh, like, like everything just, else in outer only, space. Like this is where doom takes place. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> like it's probably just takes place on Venus. I, I like crazy. the fact that Venus took a punch. Yeah, and this is what. So I this is gonna be my first. I think Venus maybe belongs in the top five. Okay. I would like to. I'd like to put it out there. Yeah, because essentially we're just cutting three planets. I'm okay. Cutting yeah, Mercury, I, I have so. it floating around the top five. Yeah. I don't know if I'm gonna fight super hard for it. I do like the aesthetic of it. It has a nice little um, smooth, subdued color. Yeah, nice kind of marble like. Um, like a, I like love a our criteria. We haven't had like this this kind of loosey goosey criteria. I would love a countertop stuff. that looks like Venus. Like I know yeah. the viewers can't see this, but look at this. Yeah, I completely That's a agree. It's beautiful it's smooth. looking, yeah. smooth. That would be a great countertop right there. Can we get a Venus? The Venus top. The Venus top. Yeah, yeah. So I I would put it in the vicinity. I I like around. the idea that no theoretically because this is all like yeah. most of this stuff is like yeah. this is what we think four billion years ago you know if you believe in that sort of thing and so it, the Venus could take a punch that literally yeah. knocks it backwards yeah. upside down not confirmed though not confirmed no one saw it no one saw it Venus came to the bar and said guys maybe it was just I drunk and that's why it's going clockwise real hard right but and everyone's like okay sure you did Venus yeah <laughs> but all right. Think, but the thing that it's upside down, yeah. going clockwise, the only planet that's done that, and still is a planet that's just like, nah, I got this. It just takes it may that punch, absorbs it. It may just be a stupid planet. It might be. Didn't get the memo. It might be, but the fact but that maybe it not. could be the toughest planet the, the toughest solar planet. system, I, I kind of like it. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I think it's pretty good. All right. What do we have next? So Number third, three is third rock from the sun. Earth. Earth. Yeah. Do you want to save Earth to last, or do you want to talk about Earth right now? It's up to you, buddy. I'm ready to talk about anything. Earth supports life. I feel like that's a that's a pretty big mic drop. Yep. Supports life. <laughs> um, what else could you say? It has, Earth, has really? a lot of water. I mean, it is the perfect distance from the sun to to be able to like. That's it's what I just, mean. It's it an is, absolute it is miracle. Yeah. That Earth even exists. Right. It's so insane. Um, it's not. I will say it's not as crazy as the other planets. Some of the other planets get a lot crazier. 
and have crazier stats. It's pretty subdued in that. Like you're not going to have huge vol- volcanoes right. that would like blow up the universe. But it's it's weird because like it, we're all coming at this obviously because we we live on Earth and we only have the right. concept of this stuff because we are alive yeah. on this planet. Yeah. So I don't know if you lived on something like a a Mercury. Yeah. How would you consider Earth? I'd be jealous. Yeah. That it's so fucking <laughs> it's like, nice there. Look how lush this is. Wait, yeah. the the rain from like you're on Venus. It's like, yeah. wait, your rain doesn't melt your, your skin. Man, like melt okay. your skull. Yeah. Yeah. No. I, I think it's a very pretty planet as well. Earth deserves to be on the top five. Absolutely. Earth it's is easy. very, very good. It's gorgeous. Yeah. It has I mean, it's oh. oh dude, look at this. And yeah. I, I, you guys can see this. Any listeners, check out our list on uh, couchcompany.games. Yeah. You can see our full list there. We'll include pictures probably. Oh, no, you probably only include it for the I first one. I only include it for the, yeah. the best one. Well, you can use your imagination. Yeah. It um, looks like Earth. It's it's a pretty planet, dude. The blue marble. Earth is pretty good. So Yeah. I love the clouds. <laughs> if, if we it's have to fight more about Earth, we can we can. No, it's it, in the top five, easy. Let's talk about Mars. I know there's Mars. a big Mars race, right? Yeah. All the billionaires trying to get to Mars and claim yeah. Mars for themselves. Which How do you weird. feel about Mars? Mars is um, interesting. And um, okay, it, aesthetically, because that's kind of where I'm at first. Yeah. I know, which is kind of weird because I would think that's where you go, but you're more into the statistics of it. I like the aesthetics. I just like the weird stuff going the on f- with it. Yeah, February, for example. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> so where you're hung out. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Nah. All right, so when I look at Mars, it doesn't impress me, which is the big thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just red... Um, nothing really interesting going on in the surface. Um, it's, it's pretty barren. Uh, it's, it's not really inspiring for me. So at first glance, it's not impressive and I, I don't really, um, consider it top five, but maybe your statistics could sway me in, in another direction. It's funny because I don't think my statistics can sway you in the other direction. It has uh, Mount Olympus. That's fucking awesome. Yes. So I love that. Theoretically, it has the tallest mountain yes, in our, in solar, our system. solar system. Yeah. That's what they say. Now, there is another one that's theoretically, and I think it's on a moon. I forget what the moon's name is. Is it the uh, moon near, of- uh, Maybe near Neptune? Yeah. It's like the largest moon? So, yeah. And yeah. it's like, oh, this is Isn't a it bigger Sat- one. one of Saturn's moons, or am I making that up? It all, dude, I was, all cram- I was cramming eight planets worth of knowledge into- Yeah. Into- I had lunch breaks. So. So lunch breaks. <laughs> uh, so Mars, just for sake of, uh, well, Earth. 20, Wait, we didn't go over Earth. 24 hours, 365 days. Oh, you should know that. Everyone should wow. know that. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Mars. Except leap years. Uh, except leap years. 364 nutty. and a quarter, 365 and a quarter. Earth has a little yeah, nuttiness. Yeah. A little, little, a little bit. nutty. But uh, here's the thing. If you had an allergy, you might be in trouble. I would assume the <laughs> the other the other planets probably have similar things. We're just nah. rounding up, right? It's just Earth. Mars has 25 hours in a day. So it has an extra hour a day. Wow. Um, but 687 days in its year. So it's about two two Earth years in its in its mm, year. Interesting. Which is is kind of wow. crazy. So the thing with Mars, and everyone's like, oh, it's the red planet. It's red. It's, uh, like, okay, yeah. cool. It's red. Whatever. But yeah, I don't care about the redness. It's it's only it's like two meters deep. You go past the the surface of the the planet. It's not red anymore. It's not red anymore. Yeah. So it's, it's not, like it's like, all it's superficial. Kind of like the uh, the the Star Wars planet in Episode Eight. I don't. 
I don't, you don't subscribe to yeah. the belief that that exists. Well, that would, be, that. that would be the opposite, right? Because it's the no, remember it's the salt. crystal planet. Yeah, yeah, but it, you, well, it's the opposite because whenever you uh, hit it, it's like sand, right? Right, but the underneath is red. Ah, I Mars see, I would see. be essentially different on that. So when, when you, you land on Mars, it doesn't look red. No, when you land on Mars, it's red. Okay, but then when you go underneath the red, seven feet down, hmm. it's not it's not red anymore. What color is it? It's like dirt. Oh, really? It's like just it's dirt. Dirty, like black. Just. Well, like brown, brown. I don't know, huh? Yeah, yeah. So, they, yeah. so some of this stuff, and like we're we're trying to race here, and this is the thing that get, that puts me off of Mars. Okay, we're trying to race here. We're trying to set up a colony on Mars. Of course, Mars is literally pockmarked to death by asteroids and just all this crap just smashing into it because it doesn't have an atmosphere, Yeah, but what's the difference between that and living in the South and just having a literal season where giant spinning... Yeah, no, I'm uh, not... Winds of death come at you and it's just accepted as, like, normal. I guess, but, like... I could never justify that. I... Right, but you could just go somewhere else on in Earth. Yeah. You can't do that. Like Mars is just like- You can nuke them. You can nuke the asteroids. I saw it. How many times do you have to nuke the asteroid? Like it doesn't have an atmosphere to to burn stuff up. We have a lot. So you have- Okay. now we can use them. Tell you what. Let's put all the asteroids aside. Okay. Let's say Mars, uh, you don't have to do the asteroids. Okay. I do have the average temperature on- Do you want to take a stab at the average temperature on Mars? The average? The average. Yeah. And we'll do it in Fahrenheit for you. Um, I don't know why I said for you. I don't know Celsius. Is it cold or hot? It's cold. I don't know, negative 40. Negative 40. So double that. On, on average, 80. Mars Fahrenheit. is negative 81 degrees Fahrenheit. The highest temperature on Mars, 70 degrees. So if you have like a hot hey, day, nice. a hot day it's, it's all my, pretty nice. All my friends out there who yeah. love fall, That's pretty, move to Mars, man. Good. Your hottest day is going to be 70. But it ranges from 70 degrees Fahrenheit to the, is the hottest thing to negative 225 degrees Fahrenheit. Yeah, you just put on an extra layer. Just a couple extra layers, um, yeah. So you're battling, yeah. like, you would assume that, like, the... Uh, Dude, you're gonna you're not going to be able to, like, step onto Mars in your skin. It's never going to happen. No, 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 I get that. But what I'm saying is, like, if you, if your power goes out on your on your Mars base... You die. You freeze to death. Yeah. Instantly. Like, you're Dude, just, I you're don't gone. think you understand, dude. Exploration has always been this or way. You, yeah, well, it's terrifying. Hundreds of years ago, oh, we God, fucking traveled yeah, across the terrifying. ocean. I don't know. You get a big wave and no, you all die. No that's atmosphere. Just what it is. You just get constant cancer from the sun and, and the asteroids yeah. coming in. There's dust storms that can cover the entire planet and last for like 20 months. Yes. So hey. it's like, oh, I guess it, this is the year of whatever. Hey, you want to be a frontiersman? There you oh, go. Oh, my goodness. It's exciting. I don't like Mars. I am. The one, on. here's, uh, I will give Mars one good thing. Mount Olympus is a good thing. I think it's sure. Cool. Okay, I will give Mars the second good it's thing. It's where the gods live, man. It has a ton of conspiracy theories. All uh, the pictures yeah, coming sure. through where yeah. it's like, oh my God, that's a face. Nah, it's a, a rock formation. Oh my God, that's a person. Nah, it's a rock it's formation. A it's just what? always- Mars r- is alive. Well, no, like there, there was like a, a <laughs> uh, face see, yeah. and then people were saying like, oh, somebody like carved like a, a yeah. humanoid face and yeah. stuff like that. And they were like, no, 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 no. If you, you just take it from this angle, it's just shadows or whatever. You remember Teletubbies? I No. Okay. I, I remember them, but I never watched remember them. Remember the baby in the sun? Yes. Terrifying. Terrifying. Jesus. I thought that's where you're going with like there's a face in Mars. No, no, no. Not not like a huge Yeah, I understand. Yeah, yeah. Um Did you ever watch JJ the Jet Plane? I don't know why I'm having all these flashbacks. No. It was look it up. Everyone at home, look it up. It is the most fucking terrifying thing. It's like faces 
on planes. Is it, it like was, a Thomas the Tank Engine ripoff? Kind of, but it, it was like in Thomas the Tank Engine. They're like faces are like gray, right? Yeah. In that, the skin colored faces on oh, planes. Oh, that's yeah, that's it unsettling. is horrifying. If you go back to Thomas the Tank Engine, that some of that stuff is actually kind of scary fucked up yeah. yeah i was a big thomas the tank engine guy. so though. i loved it. i had the book yeah i had the the original book yeah. yep all right next all right now we're getting to the gas giants hell yeah so i love how you go past mars yeah and then there's just this massive honking huge planet called jupiter gas giant yep a day at jupiter 10 hours yeah it's crazy. It's super crazy, fast. Yeah. Fast as fast as well, day. It's fucking light. It's gas. It's light. However, I don't know if that even matters. There's probably so many people who know it's like spinning like, around. Yeah, it well, fucking matter in space, you idiot. Oh, I'm sure it has Whatever. something to do with it. I don't it, give but, a fuck. Uh, Jupiter is interesting because it, it's ten hours is a day. However, it takes four thousand three hundred thirty-three Earth days to go around the sun. Ah, twelve years to go 12 around. Twelve years the sun. to go around the sun. Yeah. Wow, that is crazy. 12 times us. 12 times. So I do have a, an interesting stat hit, for you. If, you're gonna, if I'm going to hit you hit with me. a stat here, Jupiter accounts for more than twice as much mass as all seven other planets combined. Yep. 2.5 times. Insanity. Yep. This guy is a big dog. So He's ready to eat. Jupiter is so is big. Jupiter a guy? I mean, if you go with the gods, sure. Yeah. Jupiter is so big. Yeah. That if it got any bigger, yeah. it would actually shrink. That's huge. So it got if it I gets, aspire if to it be gets that any big. bigger, yeah. it would start to actually Collapse have mass, which oh, then the gravity yeah. would then shrink itself. That is amazing. It cannot get any it's just like, nope, this it is my capacity. Skip the gym, bro. And there's it doesn't not, skip. The, the weird thing is like so like we don't know obviously what's in the middle of it. So it's just like this yeah. kind of like kind of a mystery. Yeah. It has the, I mean, the massive, the great red spot. Yeah. What is that? Giant storm. Yeah, right. The storm. That's sweet. I find that. A giant storm amazing. that's just been going on for over 200 years. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's so fucking awesome. I think that's crazy. I think 79 moons. 79 moons. That's yeah. also crazy. Yep. I like the aesthetic of it. I like, it's very pleasing to me. See, I don't think Not Jupiter looks good if you're going aesthetic. It, yeah. No, it doesn't look good, but it kind of is like unique i like the uniqueness of it whereas a mars is boring and it doesn't look good but mars is red jupiter's kind of red it has red bits it has kind of like it. uh these kind of like not rings but kind of like these sections well it does it. have so jupiter does have rings yeah too. not to the saturn extent no, right but. but as you can see it has like sections yeah so yeah it's a little ugly but i kind of like that about it, it yeah it has like a little kind of like red blemish yeah on it i yeah. love it I, I mean, love hey, it, but I, I, like I mean, it. I don't love I don't, it, but I like it. I, I don't put a lot more. of uh, a stock like, in the the visuals for these. So I, I mean, would, I, I do. How could you not? Yeah, I mean, I think all, all of these them plants are, are very pretty. Um, I wouldn't call this one pretty. I call it like more gritty, and I like that because yeah. you look at a Mercury, you look at a Mars, pretty boring. Yep. You look at an Earth, pretty interesting. Mm -hmm. um, but you look at a Jupiter, it's like unique. I like that. I like how it looks. So it does raise in stock. I would be willing to fight for this in my top five. Oh, for sure yeah i think i think this belongs uh in the top five yeah agreed next one up saturn uh i'm just gonna get this out of the way i fucking love saturn yeah saturn's I think it's amazing beautiful the ring of course is super awesome 
Uh, 11 hours in a day. So just one more, uh, one hour more than Jupiter. Over 100 moons? That's pretty interesting. So Saturn's a little weird because it says uh, over 100 moons. Not all of them are confirmed, though. Yeah, it says 100, over 100 moons and moon nuggets. Yeah. And if they're anything like chicken nuggets, they're pretty sweet, I bet. So one of my stats said it had 82 moons, but only about half of the, a little more than half, were like confirmed moons. So technically, Jupiter has so, the so, most. So Saturn talks a big game. Talks a big game. A little game. compensation going yeah. on, but that's okay. I think Saturn is beautiful. 13 rings. It's the least dense planet. It actually is less dense than water. So they keep saying like, oh, well, if you put Saturn in, in water, it would float, which is interesting. Yeah, the rings are made of ice and carbonaceous dust. Did I say that right? Broken apart planets, broken apart asteroids, yeah. broken. It's just like... It's kind of like Earth, how you know we throw shit in the space and we kind of have a ring, <laughs> but it's actually pretty. Saturn is a memorial to all things <laughs> that gone wrong yeah. in whatever Big Bang. But it's so ground up that it's like, <laughs> looks so cool, man. One I of the crazy it. things, and I, I thought that I heard this wrong. Yeah. But so the Phoebe ring, which is out like the kind of the biggest, like the one that's going around everything. Is that one on Friends or no? It is. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, Zoe Deschanel played her and I don't know where that came from, but fear because, because the ring is so, 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 so far outside of the planet. Yeah. They're saying that a billion earths could fit in that ring. If you, a billion if, earths? if you crushed no up all way. the earths and put it, that's what I'm saying. That's wow. how big the ring is. That's and you huge. can't, you can't fathom it. Cause when you think like earth and it's just like, Dude, okay, do you know how big a billion is? I know. I know. I don't think you understand that's how big a billion is. I didn't is. think I, I heard it right, but I uh, rewound it, and that's what they wow. said. Wow. That's impressive. It's impressive. I'm just saying. Long story short, I think Saturn is the most appealing planet. I think Saturn's sexy, bro. If you draw a planet, yes. you draw one of two. Yep. You draw Earth, yep. or you draw a circle with a, a ring around it's it, iconic. and you draw Saturn. It literally Saturn. put the ring of the planet on yeah. the map. When yep. you think of science fiction... Sometimes they do the double ring kind of thing. Yeah. Does that actually exist? Probably somewhere. Double ring? Yeah, like a double. You know, you ever see like a rings crisscrossed? Yeah, I'm sure it's somewhere. I don't like, know what I'm I thinking mean, of. Yeah. I want to say magic school bus for some wild reason. It's really interesting to, to I'm see. I'm sure Miss Frizzle went to space. Oh, I'm, there's some episode where she yeah. goes to space. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Anyways, but just to have all the different moons going around the rings and yeah. keeping all that debris in like kind of like perfect rings and yeah. stuff like it's it's that's Tyler's incredible. dream right there. Yeah. Perfect order just of garbage. Order. Yeah. <laughs> it just is like sparsely. Yeah. yeah. Saturn's going to be on the list. Saturn's right really now. good. One one last thing with Saturn is they're saying that Saturn might have so there are two things. Oh, Saturn's a huge bully. Okay. Its like gravity that. might have pushed Uranus and Neptune farther out Good. into space. Good. Just because it, it wanted that. Love and that. it Love would also ego. be uh, kind of responsible with Jupiter to just, con you know, every now and then throw some junk at Earth. <laughs> just well, which one was away. I mentioning? I think Mercury gets hit with a ton of all shit. All the time, yeah. dude. Just <laughs> all the time. Mercury just gets picked on, bro. Mercury is, is actually getting smaller because as its core is constantly cooling, it's yeah. just shrinking. Wow, so like it's just getting just smaller and smaller and smaller. Disappear one day. Not to Pluto's size. Pluto is only what the size of United States. The width oh, of the United really? States. Wow, yeah. Yeah. that's crazy. You never really think of it like it's a planet, but it's like it's really small. It's a country. Yeah. All right. What's next? Oh man. All right. We got two more here. Uh, Saturn definitely belongs on the list. Yep. Uh, next one out is Uranus, which. <laughs> yeah, but like that's I mean, another ring. Seventeen hours in a day. 
30,687 days in a year. That's 84 years to do one year wow. on Uranus. Yeah. That's a long time. It's a long time. It also has 13 rings, but they're just very, very, very Yeah, faint. very small, but I do like it. It's very petite. Petite? El, el you think petite? that's a good description? <laughs> the rings? Yeah. Yeah. They're very, I mean, they're delicate. It's, it's it's tough to Flimsy. see them. I mean, it's very far it's away. It's tough to see, to it, but fair. it's a nice accent. I really actually do appreciate the ring. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's another, another planet theoretically got smacked. So oh, really? all the rings are going vertically instead of Right, uh, yeah. It's kind of a, a wobbler. I like yep. that. I think that's a cool aspect as well. I It's just a big blue ball. I think it's visually appealing. I like the color blue. I like its color. You got to talk about the diamond rain. Diamond rain. Diamond rain. So because it is like all like, I, I say water, it's liquid. It's not, I don't think it's water, but I, I actually know it's not water, but it's like ice rain that just comes and it's just a little diamond rain. Interesting. It's super harsh. Do you have temperatures for this one? I don't have temperatures. Okay. It's, it's, it's quite cold. I know it, 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 it so be. it has no internal heat, yeah. so it is the coldest planet. I don't know what the temperature is. Is though. this one gas as well? Yeah. Uranus is gas? Well, it's, it's gassy liquids. Yeah, interesting. So sure. Frozen-y Fro- craziness. <laughs> it's, frozen. it's a slush planet. Yeah. The fact that it doesn't have internal heat, like doesn't have a core, that's that's kind of like the big It's the, the big funniest thing. planet out of all of them. I think that has to give it points. It has a sense of humor. It's, it's sure. It does. <laughs> I, mean, I, I will give it that. Yeah. I mean, when, you, when you're making planet jokes, it's number one. So I think it deserves to be on the list almost by default. Because if we if we keep going past Uranus, we go to Neptune. Yeah, Neptune is so far out there; it's kind of this mystery, right? Like we don't get a good a good look at. It. I believe Neptune is the one that we actually discovered from a calculation versus actually like spotting it through a ah, telescope. I see. Sixteen hours in a day, so it's it's actually still a shorter day. However, sixty thousand one hundred ninety days in a year. It's one hundred and sixty five years compared to Earth. For one one year, interesting of of wow. uh, of Neptune. Yeah, Neptune's way out there. I do really enjoy. So, comparing Neptune Neptune to Uranus, I <laughs> like <laughs> Neptune's color more. They're both blue. I agree, but Neptune has a little accent to it. Neptune is pretty. Different couple shades to it. I love the mystery too. I guess uh, the Voyager two is the only spacecraft that's ever really paid a visit to Neptune. Or, well, pay to visit's a strong word, but yeah. Got close? Got, got close enough to take a picture. Yeah. Uh, That's crazy. So it's very mysterious. Yeah. Also has rings, I believe. Uh, I did not see the ring part. I don't think it has yeah. as many rings as uh, Uranus. No, but doesn't. also because it's, it's so another far away, ring planet, it's, tough, though. it's tough to You can't really even see the rings, yeah. but you know, if that counts for something. Sure. So I do like Neptune, shrouded in mystery. Um, do you like it more than Uranus, though? Because we have to kill one more tough. planet. It's tough. I would um, take on Neptune, personally. I think I would take Neptune as well, because um, what was I looking at here? Uh, it's an icy mixture of water, methane, ammonia. Yeah. Kind of cool cool mixture there that'll kill you real quick as well. Yeah, but the idea would be, could you go there? Like, it has water. Could no, you could you there. could you go? Dude, ammonia there. kills you real fast. If you could travel there, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> we don't know. We don't know. Like we, See, we're guessing so I'm a lot torn of this on this stuff. because That's Neptune's thing, right? cooler, I think, but Uranus is hilarious. Uranus is hilarious. I think I actually think Uranus looks better 
You think so? I think so. And a, a, yeah, I guess I guess dude, Neptune's a little bit more muted. It's the it's the coldest, no internal heat, and diamond rain. Uranus, diamond rain. Yeah. Okay, we can go Uranus. But shout out to Neptune. I do enjoy Neptune. Neptune's biggest thing is like that is some crazy. Think about it. You would never last a year on Neptune. No. That's that's just awesome. Yeah. That's for pretty some cool. Reason. Yeah. It's pretty I like cool. that. And then special shout out to. Uh, Poor Pluto. <sighs> Poor Pluto. Stopped. I was all ready to fight for Pluto, but it really isn't a plan. Well, whenever you're doing like the my mother blah 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 like acronym to like the start like the first letter of every planet and stuff yeah. like that, it Pluto was the finisher. Yeah. Pizzas, pies, whatever. Yeah. Got now you now. can't have fun with it. Yeah. It's just terrible. Yeah. Tragedy, honestly. Pour one out for Pluto. All right. So we have currently on the list we have Venus, we have Earth, Jupiter, Saturn, and Uranus. We gotta we gotta rank these, my friend. Okay, um, go over them one more time: Earth, Jupiter, Saturn, Venus, Venus and Uranus. Uranus. Yeah. Okay, for number five, I'm thinking either Venus or Uranus. I agree with you. I would like to put Uranus as number five. I think I agree. Venus is quirky enough, and you know how I like the you do like the, the quirkiness. nutty quirkiness. Um, it is the hottest planet. I think that's cool. It's it's honestly like the polar opposite of Uranus, right? Yeah, because right. like they're similar, and they both got smacked, and they're both kind of yeah, kind of went weird and wonky. upside down ish. Yeah. But Venus is closer to the sun. It's kind of within. Crowd. I like the hellish landscape of it's Venus. just a volcano. Like to imagine, yeah. just do you want do you want a land of volcanoes yeah. or do you want a land of Frozen something that you can't stand despair, on the spare? Like yeah. there's no ground yeah. and it's just ice rain. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. So I agree. I also like Venus. I like. I think it's pretty, a lot more pretty. Yeah. Um, which I do have points, and it's the twin planet to us, which gives it a little bit of a bonus as well, I think. So we say Uranus number five, Venus four. number four? Yes. Yeah, I'm okay with that. I put Venus four. Now the question is number three. I put Jupiter. Jupiter for number, number three. three. Yeah. I like the massiveness of it. I like the storm is sweet. I love the storm. 200-year storm. That's yeah. fucking crazy, bro. Jupiter has that thing going for it where it's just like... It's massive, bro. It's like can fit every planet into it. One one like, theory is like, hey, ugh. you you could have been a sun. <laughs> yeah, right. right. Like it just it Dude's didn't it didn't sick. combust, and it's just like, what happened, man? It's like it's so you, cool. You, you could have been. We could have been sandwiched between. Well, we couldn't have been. We would have been dead. But yep. we could have been sandwiched between two uh, two suns. Earth could have been. Yeah. Yeah. But not us. We'd be dead. So you think Jupiter? I mean, the, the idea like Jupiter is third because. Go ahead. No, but you can't begin to comprehend yeah. how big how big it is. It is. It's huge. That's I. I just like it. It puts Saturn in its pocket. Yeah, and it just gobbles up all the other planets. Just it's all there. Yep. Oh, and I I respect the fuck out of it for that. Yeah, it does not skip leg day, which is great. But Iconic I don't like. Wise. I don't like the look of it as much. Is Saturn. So is we Saturn. so we are putting a premium on visuals. When, I am. I yeah, am. Yeah, yeah. Personally. I think Saturn's beautiful. Like I said, it's got a unique characteristic, gives it character. Saturn's beautiful. But Saturn Saturn's is kind of an so asshole. Pretty. Like that's the problem. I though. Like, like that though. Sure. I like a little a little ego in my planets. Just, just kicking, Not my letters. It literally kicks two other planets out and then just starts ganging yeah, up like on, I, on anyone. I, near the I sun. know I'm the best. Yeah. And I respect that out of Saturn. See, like the letter <laughs> A, when if you go back to our alphabet podcast letter a thinks he's the best yeah but he really isn't right whereas saturn 
knows he's the best. You know what I'm saying? There's uh-huh. a big difference. Uh-huh. <laughs> Huge difference. I'm telling you. <laughs> sure. You think okay. I'm wrong. I'm telling you how it is. I feel like Jupiter is just big enough that he's confident enough. He's, he'll say, yeah, okay, yeah. little man, you got it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. All right, that's I fine. Vote, I Jupiter, vote Jupiter, Jupiter three. three. Do you feel strongly otherwise? I, I don't. Okay. Now, I do feel strongly that Saturn's the number two. I agree. Okay. Which yeah. then, of course. Saturn thinks he's the best, but dude, Earth sustains fucking life. How do you... How do you compete against that? There would be no couch company if it wasn't for Earth. So I feel like we're obligated it's, to put there would, number one. There would be, we would, it's just nothing. There's just nothing. There's nothing without Earth. There's nothing. There's not just cat that's right in front of yeah, me. Yeah, cat just jumped up on the table. Yeah. It can't, it's just nothing. Earth has to be it. Earth has to be exactly the way it is. Yeah. History had to be exactly the way it was for this moment to happen. It's unbelievable. Yep. Crazy. Can't even fathom it. Talk about things we can't fathom. I can't fathom that. Yep. Everything happened in a particular sequence for us to be here talking about stupid <laughs> shit like that. <laughs> to be talking into this microphone with with pillows next to each other. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> to, yeah. our setup to, is yeah. pretty funny. It just it it boggles the mind. It I love boggles it. the mind. Really, Earth's does. number one. Earth's it's number just, one. It's, number it's one. not close. Nope. Saturn's number two. Uh, Jupiter three. To to make it fair, we should have done other. And, and we, I'm sure we will revisit this at some point where it's just we, we take all planets of across all mediums. What's the what I the would best separate planets? it to like fictional planets. But yeah, we could talk about it. Yeah. I mean, I mean how do you compare Earth, Earth is, to Tatooine? I mean, Earth's better, but yeah, you do it. I'm okay, just how saying, do you maybe, compare? Maybe, you know, I mean, maybe, you know we, maybe we do something where it's like all planets that support life. How do you, how do you compare Earth to Coruscant? Thing. Yeah. I don't know, dude. Anyway, Tatooine sucks. Uh, that was a bad example. <laughs> Fuck Tatooine. Coruscant. Two suns. Coruscant's Na- like I would the say home of the Republic. Naboo's probably the best. Naboo. Planet, right? Yeah. Naboo. Yeah. yeah. When they blew it up in the uh, eighth one. Uh, dude, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm making fun of the fact that you yeah, don't yeah. know Star Wars. I, okay. Okay. Um, okay. Let's, uh, let's run it down. I'll go right now, motherfucker. <laughs> name a book. Name a book. I'll tell you what happens. Yeah. <laughs> do you want to name it down? Let's name it down. All right. Number five yep. is Uranus. Yeah. <laughs> uh, number four, Venus, the hellish, brutal landscape that is Venus. Uh, number three is the big boy himself, Jupiter. Number two is the cocky Saturn. Number one is the OP, planet Earth. Gaia. Gaia, the mother. It's a great list. I'm I'm enjoying I thought it was a good one. I thought it was a good one. I feel one. like we learned something. We, I know for a fact I learned a lot of planet, like planet factoids. Yes, you came, you came much more prepared than me. I had a very artist I was, uh, look at this uh, where I, I don't put any work into it and I just say, <laughs> you know what? I like how that one looks. I feel like we But would, I feel like you need both sides, we, which I enjoy when cover all We would have gotten flamed if we didn't put some sort of like... No, I appreciate That's what I said. There, yeah. I think yeah. I think you need these statistics. And you need the But you uh, need aesthetic. the aesthetic appreciation of them Absolutely. as well. I think that matters. That's why we're artists, you know? We are artists. <laughs> said no one. <laughs> said no one. Uh, moving on. There it is. We are going to do a new segment doing a uh, little mini, mini game things. Everyone loves mini games. If yeah. you ever play Mario Party, you know how fun and infuriating they can be. So right. we love doing both. Yeah. Uh, as that's why we do lists, really. Yeah. To infuriate and entertain. So we thought this would be a good segment. So pretty much me and Tyler are coming with a kind of mini game esque. We'll see how this goes. Obviously this is the first time. It might fucking suck. So bear with <laughs> us. But um 
You want to go first or you want me to go first? Uh, you go ahead. You, you tee it off. Okay. This is your, so your it is segment. tough because we do have a segment for questions. So it's kind of hard to kind of get away from just asking a question. So here's essentially how my mini game works. Okay. Okay. So for anyone who's listened to me before, everyone understands that I'm a big character person. I love characters. I love story, right? As anyone else who has listened to us for a significant amount of time knows that we once talked about creating some sort of game. Yeah. Where we sit down, we talk about what we want to do, characters, story, things like that, right? So my mini game is it kind of it's it's kind of an activity in a theoretical situation where you'd sit down and kind of brainstorm about characters. So you have two participants. Uh, that would be me and Tyler for, for right now. Okay. So person one is going to pose a question about. So essentially, we're making a character. Okay. okay. Right. Yeah, be, I was trying to follow you. Yeah, like, yeah. Okay. So, so what are we doing? So All right. Got it. The goal is to make a character. Making a character. There's no limitations on on what it could be. So person one will start and ask person two a question. Okay. For example, how old's our character? And then you would answer. And then you're gonna okay. you're gonna volley back with another question. Okay. Like it could be literally anything. Are we starting right now? Is this? Yeah, so we what, can. What's, so what's the outcome? Like, what, when do we know we we have this character? I feel like it'll come to a natural conclusion when we when we have a. Uh, <laughs> okay. Good start. I don't know if there's a goal necessarily. Okay. All right. Um, I don't know if you could win <laughs> at this or not. Well, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I got you. But I think it's a good improvisational exercise sure. gets the brain juices flowing okay and we'll see where we end up i'm sure it'll be a wacky experience it, so- it sounds fantastic. any questions about it or yeah no i'm, I'm okay. in okay you're in would you like to volley the first question to me or oh so the age thing up? wasn't uh can i can you i answer can do that age? yeah what is this character's age 84 uh oh here we go yeah no, we'll say. Oh, I was 80, gonna, I was gonna get kind of like I was gonna say like eighty four Neptune years. No, you we'll can. say no. Nah, we'll we'll go eighty four Earth years. You could say eighty four Neptune years. That is a unit of measurement. So the, I mean, here we'll have to we'll have to calculate it real okay. quick. So we just want to. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe it. Okay, so uh, they are thirteen thousand eight hundred and sixty Earth years old. Okay, that's a lot of Earth. That's years. a lot of Earth yeah, years. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, w- what? What species is this? Um, this person. This person is thing. a Turian. Is that accurate on on a Turian's lifespan? I feel like no. Eight hundred. Thirteen thousand eight hundred and sixty years old. Yes, I mean it, it's up to us to determine how that's feasible. Okay, well, yeah. Okay. okay. So my question is your question. How are they that old? Well, they were frozen for thirteen thousand eight hundred. I don't know, eight hundred years. Perfect. Okay, you're up. After the mass relays yeah. broke off, they so they were floating around. Stranded, yeah. Uh, how how were they found? Um, the, depending on what ending you got. Uh, either Can't we go straight to Mass Effect, but go on. It's always the old yeah. reliable. So depending on what uh, ending you found. Um, it's either going to be some sort of, uh, uh, I can't think of it. Um, hybrid species of, uh, organics and machines or some, well, you have to pick one. That's true. What did I do? Well, I just did people. So it's the next, um, evolutionary cycle of, uh, species. All right. So, so it would be people gen 2.0. Yeah. Okay. 
the race specifically, if you're asking what the the race is that found them, is the Quaglians. Quaglians? Yes. Oh my gosh. Yep. Okay. Um, what does our character do when they're unfrozen? What's um, the first action of our character unfrozen? They he he. Oh, he, okay. She. I don't know. Have we met a female Turian? Yes. Have we? Garrett. Well, Garrett. You, I'm sure we have. But Garrett's talked about banging a female Turian. Okay. Remember reach flexibility that whole spiel. Oh right 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 right. Uh, well, okay. So I would say there has to be she's. How the fuck would they reproduce? Yeah. Okay. Well, let's let's make it a she. Okay. And she uh, immediately. Uh, tries to find her weapon and and kill the quag- Quaglian. The Quaglian, okay. Yeah. Interesting. You're up. Oh, right, right, right. Okay. Um, in response to this violent action, what does the Quaglian do? Yeah. The Quaglian uses his uh, ray of doom, as they call it, uh-huh. to completely suspend all um, movement. Interesting. Of that, the, that doesn't uh, seem so doomful. Yeah, I don't know. They're very dramatic, the Quaglians. They have a flair for the dramatic <laughs> They like nature, to just so. go over the top for everything. Yeah, things yeah. that are like pretty normal. Okay, yeah. naturally, as, as Quaglians do. Yeah. Okay. Um, how old was the uh, the uh, Turian when she was frozen? Uh, 40. 40, okay. Yeah, she's been in space for 13,800 Perfect. years. Well, I guess she'd be 60. Okay. So 13,800 years she's been floating around excellent she's 60 years old okay yeah so she feel like you've already 60. asked me that but that's fine no i didn't didn't she you asked me how old she was yeah you said she's like 40 neptune years old but when she was frozen yeah how old was she well i assume she would be frozen at 60 if she's f- that many neptune years old so she's been alive quote unquote right. for 13,860 years she's been floating in space for 13,800 it is I she's see. 60 years old okay so I just wanted it's you to explain to me how the yeah, fuck no, that so works cl- a cl- do you want me to ask another one then yeah okay um what was her occupation oh she was a a weed picker a weed picker on the citadel and she was on so, Neptune no 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 they, okay so on the on the original citadel they have different like patches and like gardens and things like that, and she would just pick weeds, making sure like the. But she got know, exiled because the stuff. keepers are the ones who are supposed to be. Yeah, she wasn't allowed to do that. Right. right. She just she liked picking weeds. She I just see. wanted to make everything uh, pretty. Pretty. Yep. Okay. Perfect. You're up. Okay. <laughs> Where that was going. Um, okay. Well, so the Quaglians uh, suspended her with the ray of doom. Can yes. she talk? Absolutely. Yes. Okay. She can still talk. So they can pinpoint what functions you have yeah. while you're suspended in the ray of doom. So naturally when you're, I will, when I will you're in the ray of doom. Um, yeah. The ray of doom is a very slow moving beam. Okay. So she was reaching for a weapon and uh, you know it took a little bit of time to get there maybe a couple seconds. Right. So it's very easy to dodge so it's a high risk high reward kind of uh, weapon but once you have them you're, you kind of have you know, control the, the only problem is like the Ray of Doom. I mean, it, it's a little dramatic name wise. It is. But there's only a select few ways of getting out of the Ray of Doom. It's not Correct. something they can just turn off, right? I mean, you can, but the only way to turn it off is the battery runs out. But the battery is like lasts for like a billion Earth years. It's just exactly. it's never going to do it. They right. just charged it. It's it's good. So the other way of doing it is to truthfully answer 
you know, like 20 questions or something like that, right? Yeah. So Well, they actually, it's fu- it's kind of funny. There's a random number generator in the Ray of Doom uh-huh. that determines how many questions you have to answer. How many questions? What? what, what it's a scale from the... 1 to 25. Okay. However, um, if you get three of the same in a row, it will actually explode. And just take out every, it's like a black hole. Um, the explosion also has a randomly generated calculation okay. that will determine how, like I <laughs> said, the quaglians are very, very, um, they just go extravagant. All in. Yeah. Um, they're very bored right. and they are degenerate gamblers. So being, being the quaglian, how are, are quaglians, uh, knowledge seekers? Like I, I would assume they're going to be asking her a bunch of questions about so like life. They universe. were knowledge seekers, which is interesting, but they're the only race left much, uh, attuned to like a, a Prothean kind of thing. They pretty much expanded, took over everything. Gotcha. Uh, now they're so bored that they are just running around creating things called like Rays of Doom. <laughs> how many how many Quaglians are on this uh, on this vessel that picks up uh, our turret? This was a single person, a single Quaglian named Jeff. Je- okay. Yes. So, what, what's the Turian's name? Um, the Turian's name is uh, Tereshima. Tereshima. Yeah. Okay. Tereshima and Jeff are on a on Neptune. On Neptune. Oh, so we we found them on Neptune. I thought that's what you said. I but just, maybe I, I just used Neptune as a state yes, of measurement. we found them on Neptune. That's why she was frozen. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay, so she's way out there. So she got kicked off the Citadel yeah. because she was tending to the gardens too much and the keepers are supposed to do that. So and she was exiled. Like, oh, we'll exile you to a planet that doesn't have... So in her research to find the perfect planet to maintain a nice garden, she found Earth, okay, uh-huh. in the Milky Way galaxy. And she traveled there. Her ship ran out of uh well actually what happened was her ship she goes through the mass relay and then this incredible uh beam of energy comes through the mass le- relay explodes uh it's a red color um, okay. red red beam of energy right and she uh nose dives into neptune on the uh, outskirts of the of the milky way there and freezes but survives because you know she just goes straight through neptune because it's just there's well, it's there. so cold, and her systems are offline that she actually freezes, freezes as she's the passing thing. Uh, yeah. through. But they go straight through Neptune, just so hard that it doesn't even like no no gravity, just straight through. Right. That's man crazy. What are the odds? <laughs> Probably like three to one. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, your your turn. Um. Uh. What is uh? What is Jeff's first question? Actually, I should ask this: What is Jeff role in his Ray of Doom? How many questions does he get? Uh, he gets three questions. Okay. And they have to. She has to answer it and get it get out of the, the Ray of Doom. Full, Otherwise, of Ray of Doom explodes. Is that is that what we said? No, or else she'll be trapped there. Just trapped for, trapped. for <laughs> well, forever. Poor. Uh, what's her name again? Uh, Terashima. Terashima. She's poor. Not not her thirteen. Imagine waking up. Yeah, from being frozen, you just get immediately frozen. Although I would, again? I would imagine it'd be instantaneous. Sure, right? Yeah. Kind of like a coma. I don't know. I don't know. You ever been in a coma? No, me neither. <laughs> All right, what's Jeff's first question? First question: um, What what species are you? Uh, she responds by saying, "Well, a guess that she's never seen this species before." Yeah, first what is, of all, like, what does Jeff look like? Uh, Quaglians kind of look like Davy Jones from uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Squid, okay. squid kind of face, um, four appendages and two legs. 
Um, so their top two appendages would kind of be where their shoulders are and have kind of crab-like claws. Uh, but the middle ones have like these short T-Rexy kind of arms, but they do have opposable thumbs and everything like that. So you use so the short ones for like typing and like control. Yes, they're very good at building things. So they do, they're yeah. very dexterous with their fingers and everything like that. So very akin to human kind of hands. Uh, a little bit different because they do have eight fingers and, and a thumb, uh, but uh, two kind of big crab-like claws on the top. Yeah. Squid-like face, tentacles. Um, so who, who determines if the, in the ray of doom, does the ray of doom determine if they're telling the truth or not? Yeah. So a lot of the coaglians, uh, devices that they develop are sentient. Oh. Um, so they've discovered the Pandora's box as they refer to it as uh-huh. a lot of them like, uh, earth mythology for some reason, which is kind of weird, but okay. you know, it is what <laughs> it is. Uh, they found humans to be pretty interesting in comparison to a lot of the other species. Um, so, uh, in Pandora's box is what they refer to as the life essence, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which is kind of like a flame kind of think of that of, of pretty much this, uh, soulful kind of wispy energy that they can infuse as as flame essences typically are. Right. So they can infuse that into their objects and they kind of take on their own personalities and things like that. And I assume that's like a limited resource. It is a limited resource, but they've been doing this for millions of years, Uh earth years and, uh, never, never run out. Okay. But I will say that every item has its own personality. So you could get a ray of doom that's really a dick and could get you on a technicality and keep you keep you yeah. frozen. Well that's I think that's that's what we have here. That's why I was oh, asking like yeah, it's just like nah, the ray of doom doesn't believe her. Well, no, the ray of doom uh knows when someone's lying or not. It's so uh well constructed you know, body okay. temperature. So, so it gives a little green check. Chemical it, it balances in the brain, everything like that. It can read that uh, okay. because the ray of doom's energy is pouring inside of you, completely taking control of all nervous systems. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So then uh, Jeff sees a little check mark, get on his little thing and say like, oh, Turian, uh, we, okay. What's what's the secret to the universe? Um, you know, she responds, I'm, I was trying to figure that out myself. Well, not really. I just want to <laughs> garden. <laughs> Maybe it's gardening. She so, says, so what, uh, what happens to the ray of doom? Like, I mean, is that, is that an X? Is that a check? Maybe mark? it's is gardening. It like- um, the ray of doom gives a check mark oh, and astonished, okay. uh, Jeff realizes that gardening is in fact the key to the universe. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. But what he doesn't know is that they're referring to the garden of Eden which is located on some sort of planet that actually has the, uh, you know. Gotcha. So it's kind so it's of like, a, again, another technicality. It is a technicality, yeah. but th- this is where the Ray of Doom comes in. He's being a dick, like, oh, he's going to think it's actually gardening, but I can technically give him a check mark here because right. the real secret to the universe is m- billions of miles away on some obscure planet that's just a beautiful paradise. <laughs> okay. yeah. All right. What's the third question? <clears throat> the third question is... Um, Will you join me on my quest? That's what that's what Jeff's Jeff asked. is asking. Yes, uh, she would say yes. What uh, what is in fact your quest? So she says yes, uh, and the Ray of Doom puts an X out Uh-oh. because she does not. She's actually not going to join him on the quest because she doesn't what? trust him. Yeah. What? Yeah. All right. That's one. That's one X. So. Oh, it's, your, it's your turn then. <laughs> <laughs> it's one X. Yeah. Um, due to the laws of the Ray of Doom, 
uh, since there's a majority check to exes, it is up to the wielder to decide her fate. Um, so the majority is the exes? Uh, majority would be the checks. Yeah, it's a majority of checks to exes. Yeah. So the wielder decides the fate of the occupant. Oh, because she couldn't actually right. get all so of them. Right. So if you if you get all you. of them, you're free. Yeah. If you get some of them and you have more checks than X's, gotcha. The wielder decides your fate. Gotcha, gotcha, if gotcha. you get more X's than checks, the Ray of Doom decides your fate. And if you get all X's, of course, you are trapped forever. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. No decision required. Okay. Yeah. Very, so very technical what's, people. What's the next? Not technical, but just too much. No, that's very simple. Too, yeah, they're too much. over extravagant. What's the question? Yeah, wait, 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 give me a question. Oh, my, yeah, my question. <laughs> oh, my question to you: What is uh, his, Jeff's quest? Uh, so Jeff's quest, I guess, is, it's to find the secret he, to the universe. I suppose. Uh, I, I guess. I mean, uh, that's what you said. So he's he's trying to find the secret to the universe and trying to find his uh, his family. Of course, he's been he's been flowing around the Milky Way for quite some time. See, what Jeff doesn't realize either is that Quaglians are all hatched. Uh-huh. So it's really tough to find the the birther. Well, that's a, I mean, it's it's the birther. It's, and when you say family, it's not like he has, like, it's the person that, like, bore him. It's more of the family of all other Quaglians, right? So with Quaglians, what they do is they hatch somebody. And because they're so bored after right. millions and millions of years just of domination. doing this, right. they just they hatch them and they just shoot them into outer space. So think like Superman's little pod, right, like right. Krypton yeah. thing. Yeah. And it's just like, eh, let's see, let's see who come back. Like see, cats, it used to right? be a military practice where they would conquer planets. Yeah, they, they but, saw it on some but walls they never, of Sparta or something. They never stopped it. They got so lazy yeah. and and uh, you know apathetic that they just continued this practice of shooting them off. So Jeff's just kind of floating in there and he's just trying to find his, you know, quote unquote family, but his family of the, you know, his species, that's all. So he's trying to find his species. Yeah. And, and you know, if if he happens to find out the the secret of the universe, like great. That is a that is a side quest as we would call yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a little little bonus. Well, that's fantastic. Yeah. I think there's something there. It was pretty good. It was pretty good. <laughs> Again, we're in the beta stages. Yeah, of this. I, I mean, all right. So we even, hold on. I got to see, because I, I do have, you you have a couple questions from the audience? I do. Maybe maybe we save mine for next week. Is that crazy? Sure. I don't want to say Yes, that. let's, yeah. Okay. Let's um, move on to the questions. All right, we'll do some portion. questions from the audience, because I do want to get through these, because we, we pleaded, begged, If borrowed, anyone's still steeled, listening after steeled, that stole. fucking mess <laughs> i thought it was creative we have timestamps. it's okay they can jump we do have right timestamps. that's right true to the questions yeah questions uh, questions you go first yeah uh okay well here let me let me break out my, my yes, notes sir yes again. sir thank you by the way andrew and chris for uh, andrew and chris me, okay yeah, i was gonna so, ask who yeah, andrew so andrew gave me kind of some questions that, that actually pertain to what we originally were talking Perfect. about earlier um but it's it, his thing and he has a kind of a follow-up is playing the game on easy mode cheating? No. Eh, we'll, we'll talk about it. Okay. I mean, it's a definitive black and white. It's yeah. insane. Uh, yeah. And then follow up like, okay, what makes you want to play on hard mode? Okay. I will address the first question first yeah. and the second question second. That's usually a good uh, way of doing it. Go ahead. All right. Yeah. First question is, is easy mode cheating? The answer is obviously No. Anything that the developers put in the game is not cheating. So this goes across the board for anything. You're playing a game, a gun's super broken, and everyone's like, dude, you're cheating. 
I think of the Model 1887s in Modern Warfare 2 <laughs> when that game first came out. Those things were fucking sniper rifles. You could snipe people across the map yeah. on this gun that was 200 years old. Hilarious. Is it cheating? No. Do they need to fix it? Probably. I should. But especially easy mode is not cheating. I should, because I, I know I'm going to hear about this. Yeah. I should tweak the question a little bit. Okay. That was how it was presented. Okay, I sure. think the spirit of the question is, yes. does it feel weird or wrong to not play the game as, quote unquote, the developers intended, or what they consider is, here is the default difficulty level. Cheating is a strong word, yeah. but is it? Are are you doing yourself or the dis, or the game a disservice? To, to I do don't it? think you owe the developer anything to play it on what they feel is the correct method, right. and this is why you have varying degrees of difficulty as well. If you're a developer and you want a game played one way, don't put other difficulties on the game. It's your game; you have the right to do that. Obviously, the fact that they're putting these difficulties on. Uh, means that they want a variety of people to play the game in a variety of yeah. different ways. So I think it's very limiting to think that it, you can only play the game in one particular way. Um, not that I, it's I a bad question. Yeah. I, I understand where the question's coming out. Yeah, if you watch me play Horizon, like we were talking about earlier, I am just absolutely slaughtering machines in my path. I'm like two-shotting T-Rexes. <laughs> it is unbelievable. Right. But to me, after a long day's work, that's all I wanted to do. I just want to jump in here and be God for a couple of hours and not have any cares in the world. So to me, easy mode is just as important as hard mode. I, I completely agree with you. I, I think that it's, you know, what's the alternative? You just don't play the game? Like it's too hard or, or you just, you don't like the challenge or right. whatever it is. Yeah. I completely agree with you. Um, I cannot state enough how much better it is to just play it on easy and it, like just consume all the experiences as you can. Yeah. Because when you think about it, you're never going to play all the games out there. No. Like there was a point in in our life where it's like, yeah, there's like 12 games. Like you could you could theoretically play everything. But right. now we, we, anyone can make a game. Anything is a game. Right. You're never going to play everything. No. So you're. I think you're actively doing yourself a disservice if you can't fly through stuff. Now I'm not saying like do it just to do it and not get enjoyment out of it. Right. But yeah, I completely agree. Like it easy is all you know in the eye of the beholder so to speak right like i'm sure there are plenty of people thinking that like i, I think a black back for blood where yeah. oh, e like recruit mode easy mode is extremely easy right but then the middle mode which you would assume the developer is like hey this is what you should be playing it on is like extremely difficult yeah so not having like a middle ground there even it's just like what what works better for you you know? Yeah, you should have a variety, and your game should... I mean, this is a testament to how good a game actually is. Is your game fun on the easiest mode all the way up to the hard mode? Maybe yeah. it presents different things uh, when we're talking about um, that scale, but balance is a really tricky thing when it comes to making a game, uh, but the best games can do it well. I think Horizon, for example, is a fantastic game, whether you're playing on the easiest difficulty, which is like story mode. It's literally <laughs> like you want to watch this game. Uh, or the very hardest difficulty, which I believe Tyler played on, and he'll probably attest to this, it's pretty challenging. You have to be very, very cognizant of... Uh, so this actually goes into the, the segue into that second question sure. of when do you play hard mode? Yeah. And for me, it's when... Typically what I'll do is I'll play a game. I'll try it on normal usually, and if it if it's like... If I'm hitting a wall or something, I can always go to easy and, right. and it is what it is. Yeah. But typically when I play hard mode, it's because I already beat the game I know all the systems in and out. 
I like the game enough that I want to continue playing it. Right. So that's option one. Option yep. two is why well, I played all the other games in the series, like Halo, like Gears of War, like Call of Duty. Yep. I always play those on the hardest it's like a because badge of honor. It's badge of honor. It's OCD, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, where it's, it's like, well, I did all the other whatever. ones. Yeah. I have to right. do it this way. That's how we felt about Halo, right? Like absolutely. Oh, we always played on Legendary. We gotta play on yep. Legendary. Yeah. Yeah. And it's fun. Yeah. Uh, oh, for frustrating. Sure. But especially when you think about like, wait a minute. Oh, that's right. We are playing on Legendary. Yeah. Like we're dying over yeah, and over yeah, again. Yeah, but like, it's like, yeah, it's it's oh, hard. Right, like yeah. it's it's we are playing the top challenge of that game. It feels equally good. Like I like yeah. the completion part, yeah. but also there are certain games that I like the challenge. Diablo is another one where right. it's like, hey, let's play hardcore mode. Let's let's do the the hardcore where it, the moment you die, you're dead in like yeah. uh, divinity, divinity and stuff. You yeah. know, like there is that kind of extra bit, but it's it's like a, a it's I a thin I, line. I like that very much. Um, I will say, hard mode done well can do a lot of great things. Obviously, the challenge of it, the accomplishment of completing hard mode great things like you feel good when you beat dark souls you know what i mean right. something like that a souls like game um i will actually ask you this this is kind of an interesting thought that i had uh, throughout that as well is what is the best hard mode that you ever played so when we talk about hard mode a lot of the time we see in games that it's just more health more enemies very basic numbers based yeah. hard mode what's the most unique hard mode that you've ever seen in a game where it's like oh this is a new element that it adds to the game. Here's a new kind of way how, that I have to think about this now um, in terms of how I strategize and play the game versus, oh, it's just more zombies. It's just, I have less health, you know, very statistical. Uh, that is, based. man, that, that's yeah. extremely tough. Tough question. Yeah. I, I kind of put you on the spot with that. I was trying to think myself, you know, what makes it more difficult, you know, because a lot of the times yeah. it falls into that. You have a call of duty. You just got less health maybe more enemies, maybe they're a little bit more accurate, right? Um, but it's just all stats. It's it's yeah, not, it's I, not um, maybe no. like you add powers or um, things like that. Divinity is a great example. I do love modes that are, you die, that's it. Right. Um, the well, pressure is there. I think that's there. it, right? Like that, that's like the ultimate. But I believe in Divinity too, and, and Nate would have to correct me, my cousin, uh, who's a big Divinity fan, um, I believe some enemies are taken out. Some enemy spells are taken out um, in lesser modes, but you get to that hardcore mode and yeah, maybe there's another dragon. I know some of the fights, um, there's like a giant worm that crashes up from the ground at yeah. one point and he's like, yeah, that's not there on normal or well, something. Well, the so cool like, thing that's too is cool. I, I like it if you can put that mechanic in. So <clears throat> like for permadeath, right? Yeah. Um, if you put that in like a Diablo. Right you still have this, uh, you can play it on a lower difficulty, right. but still have that permadeath. Right. So you're, you're, I would argue that is a game mechanic, right? Yeah, like, no, I mean, it is. I believe it's so. It's making yeah. you yeah. second guess everything you do. Yeah. Like on a normal thing, it's like, oh, I'll jump into this mob and let's see what I can take him out. If you're playing on permadeath and you're like one level away from hitting 70 or getting an achievement or whatever right. it is, it's like you're, you're double thinking a lot of stuff you you're know, grinding I, before going to like the boss right, or something like right. that something ro sorry real sure, quick the other, the other thing that i would think about would be again not a necessarily a game mechanic but and just because we've been playing back for blood right. so it's just top of mind right of course uh but left for dead and and i'm sure other games like resident evil and stuff like yeah, that but like yeah. i think one of the mechanics is not so much uh extra zombie health or you get less health and things like that and i right. think there is that effect in back for blood 
but it's the um the you know ammo is scarcer sure items are are less available stuff sure. like that that i think i don't think i would you, say back for blood is a very good example though of a nice hard mode it feels unfair it's well so that's a whole other conversation what i'm saying is back for blood does a great job upping the difficulty but making you like you go from not caring about literally anything like we have you have a deck you I, have I'll, cards and let stuff. me let me tell you why i feel like it's not great because i think even with the ammo being limited things of that nature it's still stats it's just stats you're just limiting ammo you're making it more scarce uh, you're just changing it's, numbers but and a yeah. good example that i thought of is something like a fallout where if you play on a hardcore mode now you have a different element you have to worry about food water um you know, endurance, things like that. Whereas in yeah. the base game, you don't, right? You, you eat to get health or whatever. And I haven't played Fallout forever, but... And that's a good example. I, I mean, with Skyrim coming out with the anniversary edition, yeah. I think there is stuff like that. Yeah, like, like a hardcore, have, like, like a... Yeah. Now here's a new element to the game. Mm-hmm. It's not just like, oh, things kill me faster, which I'm sure they do in hard mode, but... Well, one of the, one of the things in in Back for Blood is like, you know, they, they have different cards that like, oh, now zombies are like- Sure, I do acid, like that. Yeah, acid right, zombies or right, something. So right. maybe certain cards are taken out on the easy recruit sure. modes because I haven't yeah. seen those yep. through three acts. Yeah. Um, so maybe that's something too. I don't, I don't know. I think that's a great point as well. Yeah. To me, it feels like Back for Blood's a very spammy, like you play on hard and it's just a lot of elite zombies, right? Like you see just yeah. a big- like these tall boys but, come but it's up like also, a million of them. But it's forcing you to, and I'm not saying they do a fantastic yeah, job at this, right. but it's still forcing you to communicate a little bit more and to talk through like, okay, I'm going to be, we, we can't all have the same ammo type. Right. So I'm going to yeah. be shotguns. You're going to be yep. snipers, that kind sure. of thing. And yep. I'm going to, I'm going to bring in, you know, these specific cards that, you know, maybe I wouldn't take normally, but this is going to help the team and, and that sort of right. thing too. So it right. does add a little bit of strategy, but no, I, I totally yeah. agree. And I, I think it's an interesting conversation, but yeah. Um, uh, do you want me to do the second question real quick? It's, it's kind of the same. Yeah. Let's do the second question. Sure. Uh, not to come into everything, but uh, so Chris asks, how do you determine a game's value? Personally, you, <laughs> how do I de- determine a game's value? Yeah. So this, this stemmed from, uh, you know, you when we talk about things like Journey, or we talk. So the the, the reason why this came up, uh, like I said, that game uh, unpack or unpacking. I, I I think it's unpacking, but it came out, and it's literally about. Uh, it's like all pixel, you know, art and, yep. and things like that. But you go through the this journey of this uh, this woman's life, and she has different boxes, and she's like, uh, you know, pretty young, like outside of high school or something. Okay, and you keep going. Uh, Every time she moves to a new place, it's a new house. You unpack things, and you kind of get this uh, immersion into her life based off of the things you're pulling out of boxes right. and whatnot. Right? Very, very simple experience. There's not like you never meet the the woman. It's all uh, environment based narrative and stuff like that. Like you're not reading anything. It's it's literally just picking something out of a box, putting it in a certain place. And you just do that until all the boxes are gone. You snap a picture and say like, "Here's my life," and then you move on to like the next house. Oh wow! So it's just very, very kind of repetitive. Yeah. Therapeutic. If you like that kind of stuff, I thought it was great. Cool. Twenty dollars, right? Yeah. So if you look at that and you're like, okay, that's twenty bucks, and then you look at something like a. Uh, you know, I, I think journey was around the same thing. Like when you, when you're assigning value out and you're looking at that stuff and it's like, okay, well for destiny or even let's say like Diablo, I can, I can spend 60. So three times that, but I get essentially like unlimited replay value or right. I can, is it 
do you assign value based solely on time? Do you do it based on quality of gameplay? Do you do it based off of the story, the experience of what it makes you feel like, that kind of thing? So, so I think there's a couple of different factors that I think about when I'm thinking about value. Um, one is very analytical to the point of how many hours am I putting into this versus how much it costs. So you're paying $60 for a game. My kind of mark is usually like, you know, an hour per dollar. That seems pretty, I don't know, standard. Maybe that's not enough, but if I'm getting 60 hours out of a $60 game, I would consider that worth um, for me personally. But also you have to consider the fact of how memorable it is. So I think how memorable it is, is really the ultimate definitive answer of that. Like you were saying like, oh, does the gameplay feel good? How's the story, characters, things like that. At the end of the day, it's only gonna mean something if you remember it. Right. So how memorable it is and how many hours you can put into it. I feel like those two, to me, are at the top of the list to determine if you know if I'm getting the value out of the game or how much the value of the game is. Because um, if you look at something like I don't know, um, uh, Pyre, yeah, um, I don't have very many hours in that, but it's very memorable. I right. remember the story, I remember the moments, the gameplay. You know, I can think about that. I remember how that feels. Um, so obviously that's weighted a little bit more when I come to that. And I feel like, I mean, that one wasn't very much either, right? It was like, uh, 30 bucks, 20 bucks. Uh, when it first came out, that's actually a good question. I, I think it was 40, maybe, probably maybe right? 40 because yeah, I don't think Hades was 40 Yeah, and talk about, about right. what a value. Sure. I mean, you're playing, I have more hours in that game than a lot of $60 titles. I've had a lot more fun in that game, much more memorable to me. I remember yeah. Zagreus, his experience, all the different gods, their unique style, that art style, the gameplay, how fun that is, uh, learning different combinations of weapons, things like that. So to me, it's those two things, hours I put in and how memorable it is to me, what sticks with me about it. doesn't matter what it is, what aspect, whether it's the gameplay, um, the character, the story, whatever, um, the art style, you know, if it sticks with me, that that's a factor. It's a little bit hard to like, tell you know right. on memory you know it's kind of a feeling obviously or you know literally is um so you kind of have to judge that based off your gut but <laughs> with those two factors is how i determine the worth for my right it's it's interesting too because i agree with everything you're saying right i think if i had to put a dollar amount i'm, I'm probably a little bit more lenient i average about 20 hours a game like if i like a game yeah then i'll i'll put me like i think 60 honestly is on a high end when you really sit down and you actually think about like you know what you're playing, especially if you're going into like single story or single person yeah, experiences. Yeah. Uh, I don't. Sixties tough to 60's hit. Sixties tough, right? Yeah. Um, I think there are only few games that actually would hit sixty. Even the ones I really, really liked with like Batman and stuff like that. I, I, I typically will hit like around the thirty mark. So if you're assigning a dollar value to it, then you're looking at like maybe like two to three dollars an hour. Which, yeah, that's probably more accurate. Which is I, also fine because yeah. like a two hour movie costs you ten dollars. Exactly. Right. right so exactly. like at that point, you're paying five dollars an hour. So like you're getting a steal, yeah, and it's replayable. You own it, all that stuff, right? Exactly, so like there, yeah. there's that benefit. Unless if you have this little thing called Game Pass. Well, so for a dollar <laughs> for your first month, you can get Game Pass over 250 games on the Xbox app. You can play at the touch of a button. All DLCs included. The highest version of that game. Yep. Game Pass. That's Forza. Forza just came out. Try it out. Uh, so I played, um, I think it's Omnu or Omnu or Omno maybe over over the weekend last week. Omni Man. Omni Man. Uh, but I played it in I played it in a sitting, right? So I, it took sure. me about five sure. six hours to play. Yeah. 
that's a that's a twenty dollar game if you buy it outright. Now that's on Game Pass. It's very fun. It, it actually gave me some feelings of Journey in a weird ah. way. Oh, um, I think you were talking about this a little bit. Yeah, and it's it's like a it's like a puzzle ish game, and you're just kind of going through the stuff. It's not. It didn't hit me in the same way Journey did. I don't think that that will happen again. Sure. Um, but. It was it was a fun game where you just sat down, you played, and I honestly I think un- unpacking is the same thing where it's like okay, it's twenty dollars, you see that yeah. seems high, yeah. Just being that kind of like quick, oh I don't, I'll I'll wait for a sale. You I know, have a like, game that like that thing, myself that really kind of impactful experience. Nothing crazy, but I still remember the I'm forgetting what it's called, the Stanley Parable. I think it was called. Yeah. Oh yeah, Stanley like Parable was great. Yeah. yeah. What a Really easy game. You just walk, right? Mm-hmm. There's no mechanics to it. And you just have this narrator. You just make yeah. really one-to-one choices. Um, and you just open up to this huge flow chart, these crazy endings. Yeah. Um, what a fantastic game uh, that is. I, I just I, think that, I like, that. and I'm certainly guilty, so, so the value for that, like, I didn't have a ton of hours in that. It's really easy to find every scenario. Right. Uh, but that one again is probably like twenty dollars. It was it was pretty cheap. Yeah, but that's the thing is like but I'm I'm does that stingy stick with me? Yeah. and I'm stingy. Yeah. And part of that is like us playing on the PC where like sales happen more frequently. Sure, there sure. are deeper discounts, yeah. that kind of thing. Right. We know Steam just did their Halloween sale. The fall sale is actually coming very very soon, and then they're going to go into the winter sale. So like yeah. we know that a lot of these games are on sale, and and it's like I. I need to stop doing it where I, I'm just like, oh, I'll wait for a sale and, and it's fine because yeah. like these games are, are definitely worth the money. Like if you're, right. if you're saying just right. on, on paper, it's like, is this worth it? Absolutely. Am I a cheap ass? Yeah. But I don't know, I guess to, to each his own, but I, I think that ultimately it does come down to like what you were saying. It's like, how much do I think I'm going to enjoy this game? I think if we're being honest, I think time plays a factor in it. If, time does, yeah. If it's something where I'm like, oh, I could see myself sitting down and playing. Like, that's why I gravitate to roguelikes because it's like I can do these quick hits and I can just keep going yeah. and I have this yeah. this this thing in, in Diablo good, spoiled good stopping me. stopping points, yeah. But but Diablo spoiled me where I'm just like, this is infinite. If I, my, my kind of white whale is finding a game that I enjoy so much mm. and in the back of your mind knowing this can go on forever. Yeah. How how sad is it that you play through Horizon, you play through God of War, you play through Spider Man, whatever, and you know that even if you did everything, because hundred percent of those yeah, games, yeah. it's like, well, you're done. And then that then you go back to the original question of like, well, do I play it on hard mode just to kind of force right, myself to play right, through it again? Yeah. Um. I I much prog- much prefer and gravitate towards the indie titles that give you this like unlimited feeling or go maybe going to like a triple a like a destiny or call of Duty, sure, where you sure. add that multiplayer aspect into a quad a quad a yeah, yeah that's a good, um, good point i am a little bit different i think i disagree a little bit i totally understand where you're coming from that makes a lot of sense and i'm totally with you you know league of legends my sure all-time game probably i mean talk about infinite value it's i i attribute that game to more like a sport um because you know people will play football and it's the same game, same rules, but that's great. You, yeah, have, that's great. you have these, you know, anything can happen. That's why I love competitive games. I mean, you can, you can look at a call of duty like that as well. Uh, you can get the same thing. Uh, modern warfare two, you can, you can play modern warfare two forever and you'll never have the same game twice for sure. Right. Uh, but what I love about league is it's the same. It's literally the same game. Uh, they're not coming out with a new one next year. They're not, you know, they can't constantly update that. So, Definitely understand where you're coming from with that and Hades as well. Mm-hmm. As you keep progressing, you see yourself get stronger and stronger. There's almost limitless things that you can do. 
like you're actively trying to break the game. Like right. you're just trying to Exactly. Yeah. And you I mean, we can even talk balloons at that point. Oh, you for can, sure. You can get why I mean I've been watching a lot of uh, balloon YouTubers mm-hmm. and of course they've beat everything and, and, and there's challenges that continue to come out. There's strategies that are uncovered because there's balances, balance patches, you know, new strategies are uncovered. So limitless things. So I understand that, but there, civilization's it, another one. Oh, of yeah. course you'll never have the same game twice. Not right. even close. So absolutely. I totally understand that. Civ is a great experience as well. That's a great example you bring up, but I will say there is something to be said about games that end and they have their place in history. Um, you'll never get that first experience again. And then you kind of have that bittersweet memory of, of playing that, like a journey for the first time. Yeah. Discovering that, having that mind-blowing moment, right? Um, you know, doing the Mass Effect 2 suicide run for the first time, you'll never get that feeling again, but you'll, you know, no one can take that away from you. And then do you equate more value to that? Like if a game, if a game presents itself yeah. and you have a fantastic time with it, so yeah. like let's say you play Mass Effect, you, sure. it sticks with you. Sure. Would you, do you equate a higher value to that? And I know value is kind of this. Yeah, it's arbitrary. Know, yeah. yeah. Do you would at the end of the day, do you equate more? If we're being honest, yeah. do you equate more value to that, or do you equate more value to, hey, we're playing Call of Duty Four every single night for? No, two I years. think there's more. It's it's hard to say. Is there more value in that? See, that's more memorable to me. I will remember exactly the night I played that mission for the first time. I had an indoor soccer game. I left it on right after someone died. Right. And I was yeah. freaking the fuck out. Jack died. And I was like, oh my God, people can die. Yeah. Because she was in the little tubes. I'm like, what the fuck? So I have to go to my soccer game. I leave it on, my Xbox on, and I come back. And the whole time I'm playing my soccer game, I'm thinking, dude, holy shit. Like, I couldn't even focus. I get back. I finish it. Amazing. Chills. Like, it was awesome. Uh, because, you know, everyone I really wanted to live, lived or whatever. Right. Yeah. Do I have fantastic moments in league? Yes. But do they bring out that well of emotion in me like like the Mass Effect did or like something else does? No. It doesn't. So so you would say you put more value on I don't know if it's the, more value because dude, how many hours do I have in league? Well, that's, that's many, but that's so, I think yeah, it's and tough. I'm trying to be know. honest with it it's where like, it's, it's like it's like if you have a graph, it's like bigger spikes. Yeah. These big spikes that you have on the graph. But league is just a long, sustained, right. controlled. So, what's more valuable? I would. I don't really know off the top of my head. I'm they just both trying have to merit. be. I'm trying to be as honest as possible. Where yeah. if it gun to your head, if you had to say like what provides more value, I think if we're being honest, it has to be probably time. be it probably be the time. Yeah, but I might regret that it, decision. And that and it's because well, the thing. It's like, for me, it's like I love storytelling. I love characters, and if you're telling me. You're taking that part of away, you know that would be really tough. For yeah, me. no, no, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that at all. I'm just saying, like, you know, I know there's always this thing of like, and, and don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that oh, time X amount of hours deserves X amount of money no. and vice versa. Because I, you do have moments in those games that you're sure, like, holy sure. shit, you know, like a balloons where you get to round 200 and you're like, this is insane, absolutely, right? or. Uh, you know, a crazy play in Call of Duty or a crazy play like a like a no scope in Call of Duty or Halo or whatever, man. Everyone has their moments. So to say that there you don't have those moments in those games, definitely you do. Uh, are they as impactful as some of the single player experiences I've had? I personally don't think so, but that could change for Yeah, no, I, I just think that if if I'm 
like I'm looking at like all the games that have come yeah. out, right? Like, yeah. and I'm looking at all these things coming out. It's just like, well, like Call of Duty is going to get me X amount of hours. I'm, I'm yeah. definitely going to play that. Yeah. And like, how many things? Like, well, is it going to be worth it? Like, you guys can yeah. still play it. Or are we going to do it? Because like, like, God of War is a good example. Player game. God of War is a good example. Is that value because you've already played it? There's another factor that's kind well, of well. That's the thing is like, am I going to because I love God of War. Yeah. I think that might be the best video game of all time. Yeah. Right. It's up there, but. Am I going to spend another forty dollars having already played it? Right. I don't think so. Right. At least not. Like I'll wait for a sale and I, just because I want it as part of my collection. But do I want it so bad? I'm gonna because I yep. did that on Horizon. Right. Bought it day one. I think yep. I paid sixty dollars for it. Yep. I did not get far in that. Right. Right. Because I I already played it. I did this all. Yeah. yeah. So especially when you hundred percent it, it's like. But when left. you when you have the value prop of okay, the new Call of Duty is out, and you're going to have the campaign, so I can yep. play it by myself. I can yep. play it with others. I can play it with a different group of others that right. wants to play the zombies, right. so you have the multiplayer zombies, of and then course. you have Warzone added onto that. How can it's you good. how can you compete with like all that for sixty dollars? Or you can unpack. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm literally going to buy. I just bought an unpack yeah. it because yeah. I, I yeah. love the demo of it. You right. should go. Well, maybe not you. I don't know if you'll like it, but if you like putting things away, go play that game. Yeah. It's just such a weird concept of like, okay, well, this is $20. Or you look at like Ori in the Blind Forest, and that's $40 yeah. versus a Metroid, the Metroid Dread that just came out, which is $60. Ori is such a better game just in almost every... It's such a masterclass right. in what Metroid started. Right. It's such a... It's just... I don't know. It's a weird It's a weird conversation. It's it's interesting, but... No, I think it is really interesting. Um, do you want to do, do one question on your end or... I know we're getting close to time. We're getting close to time here. Um, let's save it for for next next time. week. I, yeah, I feel like we go I'm a little sorry, bit longer. I know that rant. Yeah, I know that rant. No, no, that's long. perfectly fine. Um, we got my mini game, and we got your questions. Yeah, and we'll just so flip, we'll it, next flip week. it next week. So I think that'll it's work. A new uh, new format. Yeah, that was interesting. <laughs> the uh, mini game there. I feel like yeah, I, yeah, it was it was good. It was good. I liked I, it. I like that. I like that spontaneous. It's uh, the improv. I think we need to do maybe a little more. Rapid fire. Sure. I was I was a little hesitant, but I don't know. Let mine's, us know. Mine's gonna be close to mine definitely has some improv sure, elements sure, on it. And sure. I think I think we'll have some fun with that. Excellent. I can't wait for that. That'll be cool. Um well that's all we got for you guys. Yeah. Um and girls. Uh girls and guys. And everyone else. And everyone. <laughs> Are there animals listening to this? I don't know. That'd be cool. A sentient I, raccoon. Maybe. Maybe. You're just I'm losing it. I'm losing we, it. We have Canada, we have Germany, we have U.S. There could be a moose that listens to us. The the Canadian moose. The Canadian moose. Yeah. There's moose up there. Not mooses. It's just moose. Mises. It's one of those. Nope. Uh, it's one of those words. Don't know what they're called. Uh, I will look it up though. Well, anyways, now that I've wasted enough of your time here at the end, if anyone's left, thank you for listening to us as always. We really appreciate it. Check us out on couchcompany.games to see our top fives. Uh, a couple other things on there as well that we're, that we're working on. Um, and we'll see you same time, same place next week. Thank you so much for joining us on the couch. Peace. Peace.